My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I cracked me. Hello and welcome to Biz with a Miner podcast, episode number five. Thanks so much for joining me today. I was going to record an episode about if you wanted to be a dump truck operator today, tonight, in my donga after work. However, I had a couple of moments at work today that undid me a little bit, to be honest, and, and I felt like I wanted to share them with you. It's a good way to start to get to know Mad Mumsy and just who I am, I guess. But also I'm hoping this will help me and maybe some someone else out there who's just like me or it gives you an idea of some of the things that you may have to face in this job as a dump truck operator. My biggest struggles have been my emotions. Those that know me, there's no secret to that. I can be a bit of a sulk, I guess, and I get upset and sad and I cry way too easy. Now, I've been working on this for many years <laughs> and, you know, as we continuously are working on ourselves in inverted commas, you, th- you think you're doing really good and I have toughened up heaps, you know, toughen up princess, take a cup of cement, harden the f- up, you know, all of that. And in this industry... And with what we have to do and working in a male-dominated role, you have to do it. I started thinking today, it doesn't matter what job that you're working in, you probably still need to have that element of toughness. So I wanted to just record this and just say a few things about what happened to me today and why I was so surprised when I started crying in my truck. Oh, crying in my truck again. Really? <laughs> oh, I ended up laughing at myself for being such a dickhead, but it surprises me when I succumb to this and it brings up many old emotions and old feelings of not being good enough, I guess, in many parts of my life, not just as a dump truck operator. And who knows where that comes from. I I need to go and see a shrink probably to figure that out. But I guess my way of dealing with it is writing and affirmations and now talking about it and podcasting. So a big part of becoming a dump truck operator is can you take criticism? How good are you at it? And I think if you listen to the episode with Karen our lady who went from a cleaner to a dump truck operator, which were episode one, uh, sorry, episode two and episode three of Beers with a Miner, you will see I 
I'm pretty sure I even mentioned in there to her, just because someone says something doesn't mean that you're crap. It's not just you. Okay, you might be in the wrong spot or something, but they've just got to, and it sounds like they're being nasty, but they've just got to get their thought across quickly because they're doing a lot of things. So this is what happened. I was bopping along in my truck, having a great day. I'd only done a couple of loads, so it was early in the day, and I had a plan of writing out what I wanted to speak about when I got home from work to help my wannabe dump truck operators, the first five steps. That will be probably episode six. <laughs> I'll leave I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. This will be madmumsy.com forward slash beers five, the number five. And I'll leave all the links and show notes that I mentioned there. Um, so what happened? I went up to the dump. I was in a good truck. I thought I had good mirrors and I backed in to the dozer at the dump and I thought I was in the right spot and according to him I wasn't and he said just as I lifted my tray a little bit he said have another go truck um we'll say seven oh hang on that's me <laughs> of course everyone could hear even though it was on the UHF I felt like oh everyone knows that's me and I'm doing shit and I thought I was in the right spot, which makes it worse when you think you have got it right. Yep, now it. up we go, we're going to get it all over. And so I put my trade back down a little bit because I'd just come up a bit and I pulled out and I looked at the marks where I'd been and I thought, well, what was wrong with that? Anyway, I went back in and he said, you need to go a little bit of right hand down, which meant I was on a bit of an angle. But I couldn't see that I was from where I was looking. I thought I was right, you know. So anyway, clearly I wasn't in his eyes. So I went to do a little bit of right hand down, which means turn the steering wheel to the right. But of course I was getting a bit flustered. So I turned it to the left instead and then I was going the wrong way and there was another truck waiting and now watching me and like you just feel like, oh my God, I'm hopeless. How many years have I been doing this? Oh, so I pull back out and then he's going right hand down. And he, he probably wasn't yelling like that, but that's how I that's how I felt it. And that's where it gets to me. And I have toughened up a lot, but I just don't like that when that happens. <laughs> and I thought I would record this episode to share with you you know, how to how to turn it around if you are like me and you feel like that. And there's plenty of other people out there like, who cares, he's got a blade, just push it. Don't listen, just lift it up and do it. But I want to get it right. That's what makes me so cranky is I'm always trying to do the right thing. I'm always trying to get it right. And if I'm wrong, I beat myself up probably more than they do would beat me up if they could get me out of my truck <laughs> of course it wouldn't although sometimes some of the heated arguments that you hear up on the dump you wonder if they could get a hold of them it might be on even here come on on the ground I have heard that probably only twice in my 12 to 13 years maybe now of operating a dump truck so you'd think I'd have it by now wouldn't you when I did my interviews with Karen who was becoming a dump truck operator from a cleaner 
in you'll find those in episode two and episode three. I'll again I'll add the show links at madmumsy.com forward slash beers five. And I said to her, you know, just because someone's saying something like that to you, it doesn't mean they're mad at you personally. They probably don't even know who's driving the freaking truck. They can just see that the wheels aren't where they want it to be. And don't always take it personally. They've got a lot of dirt to move. They've got 40 trucks coming at them. You know, they're under the pump too. Or they might be having a bad day. Who knows what's going on at home? So some people just come across cranky. And some people just take it the wrong way. Like I did today. Most of the time, I'm pretty good. But for some reason today, it got to me. And as I was driving down, oh, and I got on the UHF and I said, my wheels look right from here. And I could feel my voice starting to break up. And then I'm like, oh, you idiot. You know, don't, don't be a sork. Just don't say anything. Next time I learn that today, I'll just, I just won't say anything. And then if anyone didn't know it was me from me saying that, they then knew it was me. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm feeling better just talking about it. But it it just makes you feel stupid and little and wrong and I don't know. I don't want to say like a woman because I guess there's men like that that have these emotions and I know plenty of women who I'm going to get on here. Nothing gets to them. How do they get like that? Especially one lady over in WA that oh, I'm going to get her on here whether she likes it or not. And... <sighs> You know, nothing gets to her. Nothing upsets her. And, you know, when it comes to family and stuff, that's a little bit different. But when it comes to work, she's like, no, fuck them. they got a blade. They can push it. Or I was right. They were wrong. You know, they, their tip-head was low anyway or whatever. So by the time I got down to the digger, I was thinking, I really don't want to do this anymore. This is when I When I feel like this, this is when I think this is why I don't want to do this anymore and this is why I do Mad Mumsy because people don't understand what it can really be like out here and if you can't hack it you're going to struggle you know especially when you're learning and this guy was quite nice about it he was simply telling well not you know I picked up attitude but that's how he speaks but he didn't swear at me he didn't call me useless or stupid or anything like that. I don't think they're allowed to say that over the two-way anymore. Maybe 20, 30 years ago they could have, they really could have got you out behind the crib up and given you a belting. <laughs> but oh, I, I just beat myself up so much. So by the time I got down, I'm like, this is why I've got to work hard in everything else that I'm doing online so that I don't have to do this anymore. And, you know... Then I started going, well, why are you upset today? What What is it, you know? Sometimes you get upset if you're overtired, or of me anyway, or if I'm overtired. But I had a really good sleep last night and went to bed early for me. So I didn't feel tired. I felt great. So I don't think that was it. And then the next lap that I went back, I'd, I'd pulled myself together a little bit, but I, I didn't. I thought, God, I've got nine hours to go with this guy on the dump. So, and I and I started thinking, right, I'm just going to, I'll go up there and I'll do better. 
but what if I don't? What if he starts again? Oh, and you, you can hack it, you idiot. <laughs> anyway, I was coming around the last corner to go up the ramp to the dump and there was a blues song came on. They were playing really cool rock and blues music on the radio this morning and that's probably why I was in such a good mood, you know. I was listening to The Doors and it was awesome. And this song, a blues song I've never heard before, and it actually said, got it in for me. <laughs> and the kept saying, oh, I can't remember how it went. I'm not going to sing because oh, I talk, I can't sing. It's they've got it in for me or you've got it in for me and it just kept saying, got it in for me. And and, I, and it, then that turned me around and it made me start smiling and I'm thinking, yeah, he's got it in for me. And then I laughed because I thought, he hasn't got it in for me. He, I just wasn't where he wanted me to be. So... I'm going to get it right and I went up there and I did I got it right that time well he never said anything if I didn't (laughs) but the load went over so I assume that was right so I drove back down to the shovel and while I was getting loaded under the shovel in the right spot well I assume I was because I didn't get told to move (laughs) I don't know if I could have hacked been told off at this moment down there as well but I heard him say the exact same thing to another truckie. He didn't say the truck number, so I don't know who it was, but he said exactly the same thing. You've got to square up, right hand down, right hand down. And I thought, oh, so it's not just me. Maybe it's the way he's got the dump set up or someone else had crappy mirror. There's my excuse. <laughs> no, each a lot of mirrors are in different spots and it can take you a couple of loads to get your eye in especially if some objects appear closer or further away. You know, different setups on trucks and it really can take a couple of laps to get your eye in on where the where, where your mirrors are and then after that, no excuse. <laughs> but I also started thinking, why can't I be like my best mate over in WA and say, and get cranky instead of upset and sad and emotional and weak you know, I, I perceive it as weak because it is, you know. And But I don't like getting cranky either. I'm not that sort of person. I don't, I don't want to be mad and cranky and yelling at people and or sitting in my truck getting angry, you know. I'd, I'd rather, dare I say it, would I rather get upset? No. I'd rather everything just go perfectly. But don't be ridiculous, that's... It's never going to be like that. And that was it. The rest of the day went pretty good. So I did, I don't know, another half a dozen loads or something and everything was fine. I went up for crib and there were some people in there that I knew. I caught up with them, had a chat. They seemed pleased to see me and then they all left and there was one guy sitting there and he was saying he'd been a bit crook. He had a sore tummy and he'd been sick, like spewy, pooey, yuck. And I, I said to him, you know, are you, are you okay? Maybe you sh- should go home because if it is a bug or something, you're just going to give it to everyone. <laughs> he said, I don't know, I thought I would have come good by now. And the good thing is, if you are crook, they generally they'll let you go home, which is nice to know. But I suggested perhaps trying drinking some water, maybe help flush out whatever it was. It could have been camp food. (laughs) Who knows? It could be anything you don't know when it's something like that. 
you certainly don't want to be operating a machine when you might get caught short and I've seen that happen as well so you know um I did suggest perhaps having some water because it might help flush it out and he he said oh yeah oh don't drink enough water maybe maybe I will and then he just looked at me in this lovely little face and and said oh thanks mate and that made me feel, oh, that's going to make me cry now. <laughs> it didn't at the time. It cheered me up. And I said, no, no worries. It's just the nana in me coming out, <laughs> the nana and the mum. But by the time I walked back out to my truck, I was fine. I was fine all day. I wrote some more notes about some other things in my truck. And I felt really good. I felt normal. I was back to myself. And... It got me thinking that if if I wasn't a gentle, emotional, at times, <laughs> soul, person, um, perhaps that caring side of me wouldn't come out. Maybe sometimes each crew, no matter whether you're in a mine site or a male-dominated industry or a secretarial pool, let's face it, doesn't matter what work area you're you're in we need all different personalities we need the strong one who won't take no crap we need the ones that can see when something's wrong with other people and help them through it and I like to think that perhaps I'm one of those sort of people so anyway I soldiered on I got through it and I've got to go back to work with them probably tomorrow and hopefully I won't get in trouble again. And if I do, I'm going to do my best not to cry. The other thing that I want to bring up is that I'm getting older now. I'm in my early 50s and, dare I say it, the onslaught of menopause is in my future and I believe Crying for no reason can be a symptom as much as hot and cold flushes and being a crazy psycho woman who wants to kill everybody. <laughs> so I really, really do not want to be sitting in a truck going through menopause. And I've been saying that for 10 years. That's why I'm working hard and other, other things offline, trying to forge a new career <laughs> for retirement from this industry so I'll let you know if you keep coming on this journey with me and if I end up I keep staying in my dump truck just what that's like maybe today was a little sign of that but I'm not giving menopause any glimmer of life (laughs) in my world right now it's not on the list and I've got lots on the list so we'll (laughs) we'll see how it goes Anyway, I'll close it off there. Thanks so much for listening to me vent. I may or may not release this. I probably will. But I know I certainly feel better and I'll be watching out now for when I start those emotional feelings and I'll have all my strategies in place to help me get through it. Be sure to head to madmumsy.com forward slash beers5, that's the number five, and madmumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from, to check out all the show notes for this episode. And I hope that you 
can take a cup of cement and harden it up. <laughs> and if you have any tips to help me, I'd love to hear from you. Hook me up on Twitter at MadMumsy. And until next time, stay safe, be real, be special, and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. Cheers.